This is Conrad DeVries, and I'm coming to you today with Precepts from the Word. The title of my Bible lesson today, Bible teaching, is Be a Doer of the Word. And I pray today that God is going to enlighten and illuminate to you how to become a doer of the Word as you have never been before. I'm sure that every one of you listening today, in some things you are a doer, you are doing exactly what God wants you to do. But God wants us to tighten our belt, so to speak. He wants us to become more aware of any little areas that we are not doing what the Word of God tells us to do. Why is He wanting us to be aware of that? Not to be strict upon us, or not to be hard upon us, but because He wants to get more blessings to us. Because He wants us to have more victory. Because he wants to be able to use us, um, every one of us, you and I, all of us, to use us in a greater measure, in a greater degree, to help other people. To be a doer of the word um, means to put the word into action. Um, it means to perform it, um, to accomplish it, um, to comply with it, or to, to do what it says to do, um, to be obedient to the word of God. Um, Acting upon the Word causes the power that is in the Word of God to be released. Let me say that again. Acting upon the Word of God, that is putting the Word of God into action, practicing what the Word of God says, is what causes the power that is in the Word to be released. The power of God is always present everywhere. The power is released when you act upon God's Word. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 in the Amplified Bible it says the Word of God is alive and full of power. The Word of God is like a seed. You can have a corn seed or a pumpkin seed, any type of seed, and it looks like it's lifeless. It's just laying on a table um, or it's in a box. Um, but if you take that seed and you plant it and you begin to water it, there's life in that seed. Um, there's power in that seed to produce corn, uh, to produce a watermelon, um, to produce green beans, to produce rice, to produce whatever is within that seed. And that's the way the Word of God is. Um, the Word of God is like a seed. It is alive and full of power. And what we want to do is learn how to get the power that's in the seed of the Word of God to get that power activated and working in our lives. In the book of Matthew, chapter 7, and verse 24, Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them... I will liken him unto a man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a man which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, 
and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Now notice the difference in the two of these. Both of these are hearers of the word. I believe that both of these people are Christians. I believe they both have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They both love the Lord. They both will go to heaven when they die or are caught up in the rapture. But one of them was a doer of the word and the other one was not. You know, you can receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and when you die or go in the rapture, Praise be to God, you'll go to heaven. You'll be with him throughout eternity. But God not only wants us to be with him in heaven after this life, but he wants us to have victory while we're here in this life. And these floods and these winds and these rains, as it shows us in these verses, this is likened unto the things that we go through in life. The storms of life come upon every person. If you're not going through a storm or having a test or a trial today, don't, don't be concerned about it because the day will come that you will. It's just a part um, of this human experience in this world. Um, but God has a plan for you to come through those storms um, and those winds and those tests and trials um, and to come through them victoriously. Um, in the book of James, um, chapter 1 and verse 21, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Notice there, this is something that you and I have to do. God has his part, but then you and I have our part. Just like it is with a seed. The seed can be real. It can be laying on a table. It can have enough power in it if it's a watermelon seed to produce a large watermelon. Very tasty and juicy. Have plenty of color. Have nutrition in it. But even though that seed has the power in it, it has to be planted and it has to be watered. And that's the way the Word of God is. We read the written Word which reveals to us the living Word. But that word of God is like a seed, and it must be planted in our hearts. Then it must be watered in order for the power that is in that seed to come alive and to affect us and to be a blessing unto us. He says, and receive with meekness, that is teachableness, the engrafted word. Let it become a part of you. Let it be engrafted. Let it become a part of your daily life a part of your thinking, a part of your talking, your speaking, the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now here the book of James, God is talking to us here. He's talking to believers. James is the pastor of the church in Jerusalem and he's speaking to believers and he's speaking to us today. <clears throat> he's talking to people that are born again. He said, which is able to save your souls. These people are already born again. Now I know we talk about people getting their souls saved, but really in reality when a person gets born again, they are born again in their spirit, which is different or separate from their soul. Their soul is their mind, will, and emotions. 
Well, praise God, here's an answer for people that are troubled in their feelings, in their emotions, in their thinking. He said, if you will receive with teachableness the engrafted word, said it is able to deliver, to save your soul, your feelings, your emotions. In verse 22, he says, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. This is where the enemy likes to come in to try to deceive Christians and believers. Just in thinking that because you're hearing the Word of God, you're reading your Bible, maybe you're going to church, and you're hearing it over, you're hearing the Word of God over television or the internet or some other means. You know, and praise God, that is very important. You don't want to stop doing that. You want to continue to hear the Word of God. That's the way faith comes. But then you not only want to hear it, but you want to become a doer of the Word of God. Notice what he says there in verse 22. But be ye doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. It's not the devil deceiving you or somebody else deceiving you. But when you hear the Word of God and you don't do what it says, the Bible tells us that we deceive our own selves. If we know to do good and doeth it not, the Bible says, to him it is sin. Actually, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So not to put our trust in God, not to obey Him, not to be a doer of the Word, this opens a door for the enemy to get in. But be ye doers, verse 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. In the book of Romans, chapter 10 and verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Praise God, when you hear the word of God, like you're hearing right now, faith cometh. And that's very important. First, faith must come in order for us to have faith to act upon the word of God. But it's not enough just to let faith come. Sometimes you will hear the word of God like you are right now. Or you'll be in a good church service. Or someone will talk to you about the word of God. And you, you, you feel a building up on the inside. Faith is coming. It's important for faith to come. But it's also very important to release your faith. It's not enough for faith to come. But faith must also be released in order for the power of God to be released that's in the Word of God. In James chapter 2 and verse 17, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. I want to read that in the Amplified Bible, James chapter 2 verse 17. So also faith, if it does not have works, deeds and actions of obedience, to back it up, um, is destitute of power. Notice what it says. Destitute of what? Destitute of power. We're talking about getting the power that's in the Word of God released in our lives. Um, let me start that verse over so we have the whole verse. Um, Amplified Bible, James 2, verse 17. So also faith, um, if it does not have works... Um, deeds and actions of obedience to back it up is is in itself is destitute of power inoperative it's dead 
In other words, when you hear the word of God, faith cometh. Praise God, hear the word of God, and keep on hearing it, and let faith come to you. But then learn that faith must be released. In order for the power that's in the word of God to be released, there must be actions. It may be praise. It may be thanksgiving. It may be casting your care upon the Lord. It may be quit murmuring and complaining. It may be quit fretting and letting yourself be overly anxious. In other words, putting the word of God into practice. That is what will cause the power that's in the word to be released and go to work in your life. I pray that this teaching will be a blessing to you today, that you will continue maybe to listen to it over and over. Let it get down on the inside of you, not just in your mind and thoughts, but down into your heart. Let the seed of the Word of God get planted on the inside of you, in your spirit, man, in your heart. That Word of God has the power to produce what it says when you let it be released and put it into action and be a doer of the word. Heavenly Father, I pray today for everyone listening. I pray that the Holy Spirit will cause your words, Father, to come to their remembrance. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will illuminate and enlighten everyone listening to your word today, that it will come alive, and they will be strengthened to not only be hearers, but to be doers of the word.